Hello and welcome to Friday Lines on a Thursday this week. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au. Punting form and manscaped all your essential items for life. Joining me today, as always, for all things AFL is MG. Welcome, MG. OB, good to see you, mate. No footy this week, but a bit of news around, and we'll go through all the markets for the first week of finals. And uh, up in Sydney, a full book of games is uh, the doyen of rugby league punting. And welcome to you, Top Rope. A little west of Sydney, OB. Thanks for the welcome. But uh, I'd, uh, I'd certainly dispute that there's no games of footy on this weekend. I'd suggest there's eight men's and three women's games of footy on this weekend. But uh, each to their own. We'll leave that one alone. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to him in a minute, MG. But uh, big to buy round for the AFL, a little bit of momentum lost. I sort of prefer the buy leading to the grand final Super Bowl style, but that's okay. Uh, big week of news. Um, Essendon just self-imploding. Uh, ben Rutten sacked on Monday, uh, handled appallingly. He's a good person. You'll see him bob up again. He'll be at Richmond or North Melbourne next year. Take that as a fact. Uh, CEO resigns. Uh, it, it's all happening there. Yeah, it lost half their board, I think, as well. Um, good. So, <laughs> good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the last of the changes. It's uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a debacle, Desson, at the moment. There, uh, yeah, he couldn't have ballsed up the uh, the coaching situation, trying to get Clark out at the last minute, and it's just imploded from there. So, yeah, Rocky uh, Rocky Ground's going to be a tough off season for him. Uh, they didn't have a good year on the field, and. Uh, yeah, they're going to need some uh, true leadership to uh, get them ready to go for the start of next year, I think. Yeah, there's a big push for Hurd, but surely he can't come back. I, I personally think they have to have a look at the players, um, you know, the likes of, you know, Stringer, Merritt, the, the, these guys, they've got to lead the way, you yeah. know, but, you know, when, well, things get, when things get a little bit hard, the coach is the first person to go, which is that's been, uh, that's been you know, the, 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 the way for a long, long time. But I think you have to look at the players and they have to take some, some severe responsibility for this. Well, I think their captain, Heppel's, He's he's out as well, out. isn't he? So yep. um, yeah, we probably forgot to mention that. So when you're talking about leadership, it's not a good sign when your uh, your captain signed up to uh, head to the Gold Coast. Uh, understand it with a with a bit of cold weather down in Melbourne, he doesn't want to go through it again. But yeah, obviously uh, they need to uh, really take a hard look in the off season, reset themselves, Essendon, because they've got the capabilities to uh, to play finals in all seriousness with the list, but they've got to be committed and uh, and yeah, it's going to be a big job for whoever the new coach is. But yeah, I. I hope they don't take a backward step with uh, with Heard myself. Neither do I. And GWS new coach Adam Kingsley, um, he is a close friend of mine. So I'll uh, I'll I'll put that on the table. He is terrific. He is he sixteen years in a, as an uh, apprenticeship premiership player at Port in two thousand and four, assistant coach at Port Adelaide, St Kilda, and Richmond. He is the best football mind I have dealt with. Um, he oh. very dry sense of humour. Um, he is terrific. Loves the gym. Uh, you see all the size of his arms, but he is terrific. So on field, he is brilliant, the best I've seen. Yeah, well, he's learned off some of the best. So he's uh, served as a long apprenticeship and, uh, yeah, it's good to see. Unlike uh, rugby league, they love to recycle. With the Aussie rules, they like to uh, give people a new go. But, yeah, certainly, certainly a very long apprenticeship but under some uh, star coaches. So, yeah, all the best to him in uh, GWS. He's, I think he's got the list that can uh, – and go close to playing finals if they're all on the same page as well. And uh, awards night last night in the AFL All Australian team AFL CA rising star uh, rising star went to uh, Nick Dacos, um, which is uh, understandably uh, unanimous decision there. He has been fantastic. Uh, second was Sam DeConning, third John Newcomb, uh, which was terrific. Uh, AFL Coaches Association award was a tie between Clayton Oliver and Tuke Miller. 
both on 98 votes, um, second tie in the uh, 21-year history, uh, both you know, sort of worthy winners. And the All-Australian team looked pretty good. Um, Sicily and McCluggage were probably a bit stiff for mine. McCluggage has been nominated four times for no jackets. Um, so they were the two sort of glaring omissions. Uh, and probably the captain might have raised an eyebrow or two with Tommy Hawkins. But um, overall, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I think there's uh, hasn't been too much um, negativity towards it. I think... Uh, you know, uh, a good mix actually. I think there was twelve first timers and uh, seven retained their spot from last year. So, uh, a good mix. Um, even at the top, two top sides obviously had nine between them, five cats, four demons, and Geelong had half the forward line, which uh, shows their strength going into the finals. So they got a very dangerous forward line. Yeah, the captain for me was uh, a bit of a surprise. I don't understand why with with the uh, the captains that they have for the club captains in Gorn and Cripps. Um, you know, I think they probably should have gone with one of them. But, yeah, Tom Hawkins seemed pretty surprised. And I saw a comment in there that he's actually never captain a side. So makes us uh, makes it a bit more of a strange decision for mine. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there was too unlucky. I agree with you on Sicily. Uh, I think he was very stiff to miss out and selection. But saying that, the defence, I don't think he could begrudge anyone that was, was named in the back six Agreed. either. So um, why he was stiff, I'm not sure that, you know, someone kind of – Got under the guard there. Uh, the other one for me was maybe Tom Lynch from from Richmond, yep. but again, very dynamic forward line. So you know you just can't get every player in there. So yeah, no, pretty happy with it, and I thought they did a pretty good job. And uh, NRL very quiet week up there, uh, top rope. Um, it's probably the calm before the storm. Something's going to go bang over the weekend. Um, I did, the only thing that was sort of noted is that uh, is it Selwyn Cobbo is a bit uh, a bit tired, needs a rest. Quite weak. Well, you know, it's a bit hard to get in the news when you've got players crying on the field and boards imploding and obese friends getting hired into positions of power. It's, uh, it's all happening in the AFL. Can't argue with that. Captains who aren't captains uh, being named captain of the All-Australian team. Who did the All-Australian team play, by the way? <laughs> no international there? Gotcha. The, Queens, gotcha. the Queensland State of Origin <laughs> team they play. That'll be a World Cup at the end of the year. MG, don't worry about that. Um, no, pretty quiet week in the league. Selwyn Cobbo, uh, look, it's his, it's his first full season of first grade. He's just back from injury. Uh, and to be honest, I think they've been pretty disappointed with the way he's kind of played since he's come back from injury. So probably just freshing up for the finals. And they'll bring in Jordan Pereira, uh, who's been very good in his limited opportunities this year. So uh, no real concerns there for the Broncos tonight. I think, uh, yeah, they're in, in, in pretty good – they're shaping up pretty well this one. And uh, we'll get to the, the analysis of the game soon. But uh, – if you're listening to this podcast early, get on and get on now. Without further ado, it's time now for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. We'll whip through the AFL uh, first week of finals markets as they currently stand. Uh, Thursday week to night week, Brisbane Lions 202. The Richmond Tigers $1.80. The line 3.5. <sighs> I well, I think this is a bit skewed myself, uh, oh, MG. Um, I think the Lions will bounce back, um, and I think they'll get the job done. Yeah, I I had Brisbane just favourite uh, when I was first marked it up, and the early money has come for Richmond. So, um, you know, I guess patience. We're a long way out, of course. Uh, weather's got to come into it, and teams. We'll see how everyone comes up. Obviously, you got the week off, but. Yeah, early uh, early indications. Uh, Brisbane away from home, a bit like when Richmond play at the G. Um, you want to favour them, but yeah, so far the money has been for Richmond early. Yeah, I think uh, I think they might come out firing the lines a little bit of a uh, little bit of 
heat been put on this week. I think they might just sort of you know, galvanise themselves and uh, and get going. The uh, the Friday night game looks a beauty at the MCG. Uh, the Demons $1.45, the Swans two seventy five. the line minus 13 and a half. I think the total's currently about 163.5 currently. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. This looks a beauty. The Swans beat them at the MCG uh, in the regular season. Melbourne just hitting their straps. They were absolutely brilliant against the Lions up there at the Gabba last weekend. Uh, which way are you you're leaning in this one? Yeah, OB, I think this is the form game. I think the, whoever wins this game will go out and win the flag for mine. I just think, Oof, I, I just think it's cool. that. No, I just think it's that important. I'm, I'm, I'm being keen on Sydney the last four to six weeks. As you said, they beat Melbourne at the G earlier this year, and I just think either way the, the team on this will be the clear team to beat for the flag. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, then uh, the, the Saturday afternoon game, Geelong and Collingwood 435 at the MCG. It's a sellout. Uh, all the... Um, all the general admission and uh, members' tickets have all been snapped up. The Cats at $1.37, the Maggies at three ten. the line minus 16.5, a total about 165 currently. Um, whoa, this looks an absolute beauty. I don't know if the Pies can keep doing it, but we say it every time. They just find a way. They've broken Carlton Hearts, which is brings a smile to every Collingwood <laughs> fan's face, um, and the Cats just look dynamic. Jeremy Cameron, still a bit of a watch. Uh, but this looks an absolute beauty on a Saturday afternoon at the MCG. Yeah, amazing for a v one v four in this one OB, and uh, they have won uh, twenty five of their last twenty six between them. So uh, the form lines are strong. Uh, I, th- I I just think I just think the market's too big in this. I think the early look. I think uh, you know just got to keep riding the the Collingwood wave to the to the beach at the moment until we fall off. But yeah, plus sixteen and a half. I think there'll be. It was obviously a good betting match. I understand why Geelong, but at the MCG, big crowd, Collingwood, you know, they're, they're going okay. They'll just they'll drag Geelong to a place maybe they haven't been in a while, and uh, I think plus sixteen looks pretty big. So I think uh, it'll be another close game. I can see an absolute, you know, f- close finish again. So the plus sixteen and a half looks uh, attractive at this stage. Oh, beautiful! I like hearing that. And the Final game is the Saturday night game over in Perth. The Dockers a dollar forty six. The Western Bulldogs two seventy. The line minus fourteen and a half. The total one sixty point five currently. Um, the Bulldogs lucky to sort of sneak in. Their Blessed. form hasn't been fantastic uh, at all points. Fremantle's way, but Luke Beveridge and the Bulldogs they just find they find something this time of year. Yeah, early look. I think uh, the outsider again, year OB. I think. Yeah, I, I don't think either one's going great. Uh, so I, I know that they've got to travel and everything, but they've got the extra week to prepare for it. I just think that the Bulldogs now, are just they're going to be free rolling, you know, because they're absolutely blessed to get in. So I just think that all the pressure's off. Fremantle, uh, first finals for ages in a home crowd. I think the Bulldogs will really steal themselves. Uh, and, and I think it's a gettable win here for the Bulldogs. So, um, yeah, early lines, I'd be taking the plus. And AFLW season kicks off tonight with Collingwood and Carlton at Icon Park at 7.10. Currently, the market looks like the the Blues women 3.30, the Collingwood Magpie women $1.33, the line 11.5, over under 62.5. Uh, the Magpies were very, very good last year. Uh, Carlton have lost some uh, some absolute stars from from their roster. Um, looks, like, uh, looks like Collingwood too strong in this one. Yeah, early money is for Carlton. I'm not sure. Just the early weather this morning has been a bit of rain around. It is expected to clear. So I would be 
tracking slightly to the over total if I was having a bet. Yeah, but I, I think Collingwood are a good price. I just think Carlton have lost too much in the offseason, as you said, and uh, line of around that two goal mark seems uh, pretty attractive first up. They've won their last three openers against uh, Carlton. Now Collingwood, and I just think they're a better side. Their midfield should be a bit too strong. So, yeah, looking forward to the women's season. I know uh, it's hard to get support around the women's football, but uh, I find it find it a good medium to bet in and stuff like that. So we will have a package out for a little birdie shortly. I'm not sure we'll get it out necessarily for this weekend. We've had a bit on um, going on, but, yeah, we'll have something out uh, probably in conjunction even with the Brownlow. Uh, if you buy the Brownlow package, we'll uh, we'll have an option there with the women's footy as well. But, yeah, we'll get something out. Um, in terms of uh, obviously we've got the four new teams coming in, so it's a full 18 uh, this year. So congratulations to Essendon, Sydney, Port and Hawthorne all joining the competition. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. Uh, Essendon's probably at this stage uh, maybe the strongest of the of the four new teams to look out for. Uh, very strong in their first game up uh, this week. So we'll see how they go. And uh, just quickly on the premiership betting there, we've got three dominant dominant teams going in, as you can see there. Um yeah, Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane at four dollars. The Demons at four twenty-five. The Crows at four fifty, and double figures for the rest. Yeah, I think uh, I actually think the market's got it pretty right. I actually like the the Brisbane side. I know we were really keen on Adelaide last year, and they delivered for us. I've got no pot on any of the top three. Uh, Melbourne haven't been there and done it, and they're promised for a while. So they they would probably be the third pick for me out of it. I think Brisbane uh, have lost little in the off season. I like their side so. Um, they've probably got the slightly better draw of the top three sides. So right now, if I was having a pick of the top three in order, I'd be Brisbane, Adelaide, and Melbourne. I like the Kangaroos myself. I think they've got a uh, they've got the star power uh, still. They've kept the list together. Uh, I don't mind the Kangaroos. I like Chloe Malloy uh, for the best and fairest as well. She's going to play more midfield this year. Uh, and then for the Wooden Spoon, it's probably Sydney or Hawthorne. I think Essendon and Port will be uh, we we be quite strong uh, or competitive, um, and I think the Swans and the Hawks will sort of be, be bringing up the rear. So that's uh, that's my take on that. But, uh, yeah, have a look in the littlebirdie.live uh, shop for all your uh, your AFLW stings, which will be, uh, be coming online shortly. As we look to the NRL action for this week, and it's the Broncos 235 against the Parramatta Reels at dollar sixty two. The line, 3.5, over, under, 49.5. Uh, top rope, there's been some big totals uh, this time of year and some big uh, big uh, over and under uh, totals as well. Um, anything doing in this game? Nice for us to get to the NRLOB. I'd just like to make it perfectly clear that I was not involved in the production meeting that put a week off of AFL and the AFLW uh, ahead of uh, uh, the second last round of the NRL. Uh, but uh, we will push on anyway. That's that's where <laughs> the NRL rate. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute stitch up this is. Uh, yeah, the the, the uh, totals have certainly gone up. Okay, we've certainly seen some pretty loose scoring. Uh, the highest scoring um, eight eight game or or fewer round uh, in the history of the Premiership last week. We saw yeah, why the Roosters get to seventy two, which is tied for fifth. Fifth high score of all time. The Storm put on 60. Uh, there's plenty of teams who have given up a ghost, but that certainly won't be the case on uh, tonight. Broncos and Eels, big game, huge finals ramifications. Uh, Broncos mentioned earlier, Selwyn Clover, he's having a little rest. Uh, he's having a snooze. He's having a little snooze, so good for him. Uh, I don't think it matters at all. It the market line has not moved one iota with his absence. So uh, love the Broncos here. There is no better angle in. 
in a row. I don't have to say when I probably in the NRL, there is no better angle at all than betting on a team who has been completely humiliated the week before, and particularly when that team is at home. Teams off conceding 60, 12 and 3 against the numbers since 2008. Home teams, 7 and 1 against the numbers. So, uh, Broncos are great at some cut. Some court covered 14 of 19, 9 of 11 off a double digit loss. They smashed the Eels uh, in round 19. Eels have covered just two of the last 11 off a win. Flat track ball is for mine, all in Brisbane here. Oh, I love it when Top Rope comes with some statistics and some numbers, and uh, for a Thursday night, just get the uh, get the get the pool going. It's um, yeah, beautiful up there, Top Rope. The second game we'll look at is the Storm and the Roosters Saturday night uh, down here in Melbourne. The Storm a dollar fifty-seven, the Roosters two forty. The line minus four and a half over under forty-five point five. Before we go to you, Top Rope, I think MG's got a little bit of little bit of mail on this one. No, I'm looking forward to this. I'm uh, keen on top rope sorts because I'm going to this game, so I uh, need to pay for the expenses. Which way are we looking here, top rope? Yeah, good game, good betting game. Uh, I'm uh, kind of leading the storm here. Uh, the numbers was probably about right, but I just feel Melbourne kind of, they've, they've, they've gone up a year, year or two the last few weeks. They've got a good recent record against the Roosters. They've won and covered all five of them. The Roosters have been... A Bit hot and cold. Not sure what you take from that. Seventy-two last week it was a pretty, pretty much a training run. Uh, not going to get that against the Storm. The Storm tend to hold form. They've covered at sixty-seven percent off a win of thirteen plus. Roosters covered just two of the last ten as an underdog of four or more. So on the Storm and also on the over. There's a bit of thinking around that this will be a a tight and fierce kind of finals like game, but it just hasn't been the case over the last few years. Uh, I I can see. I can see both teams kind of yeah having a red hot crack with the ball here. I don't think this will necessarily one on loss through the middle. Uh, the over is eleven and one when the storm are off a win. The over is thirteen and four when the roosters are an underdog. I'll be backing the over. You're forty two and a half. You don't see those totals uh, too often these days. So I'll be having a little nudge at the over there. Yeah, it looks an absolute beauty. Two very informed sides. One scored seventy last week. The other one scored sixty. So there's <laughs> there should be a few points that. Running through uh, Amy Park on Saturday night. As we look to the other uh, game on Saturday night, is the Rabbitohs $1.50 against the Cowboys two sixty. The line minus six and a half over under fifty point five. That one being played at a core stadium in Sydney. So the Cowboys are on the road. The Rabbitohs a little bit disappointing last week against the Panthers. Had their opportunities. Um, which way are you? Uh, which way are you leaning in this one, Top Rope? A little bit disappointing. Jackson Polo. Managed to put himself into the worst five all-time performances, and was I've probably tried to forget. I've tried <laughs> to forget. Let's move on. Thank you. Astonishing that's uh, astonishing that Lachlan Elias got hooked six weeks ago, and Jackson Paulo played the full eighty last week. Probably, not too fair. It cost, it cost them the win. It was a disappointing uh, kind of bounce back to reality there for the bunnies. But I don't really see it happening again. Paulo naturally was dropped uh, for this week. Few uh, words the Cowboys. They're, they're very informed follow like Tommy Dearden. He is missing this week. Uh, ruptured testicle. Ruptured testicle. So that's one for all you listeners out there. That's, uh, Coming for Cecil Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to offer I've been left speechless. Uh, baby, you've, you've, you've left me speechless on this one. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, drink water in the front line is, is a bit of a concern defensively. South compile on points. They've won six straight. Scored 30-plus in the last four against the Cowboys. Uh, look, leaning towards South, uh, not a lot of confidence, but one I am confident is get on the over. And this one, the total has been moving north since 
uh, betting opened on it on Monday. Uh, both teams in very strong over positions. The last four between those two, 48, the last two, 61. Over 22 and 11 when the Bones are off a loss. Over 14 and 7 when the Cowboys are off a double digit win. Just give me the over in this one. I think there's going to be a ton of points. Beautiful. We like hearing a ton of points. Good for the uh, good for the advertisers and good for the betting revenue as well. Uh, fourth game we'll look at is the West Tigers against the St George Illawarra Dragons. The Tigers three ten, uh, the Dragons a dollar thirty seven. The line at nine point five over under fifty four point five. And we read this morning that the Tigers have entered the Munster race. Surely he's not going to go there. God, unless he's just money hungry and wants all he can get. But, um, yeah, this one looks uh, 16th versus 10th. Um, looks, yeah, anything doing there, top rope? The Tigers have entered the monster race the same way the young cherry pickers, the Batley Bulldogs and the other rugby league teams enter. There's zero chance. He can offer him four million a year. He's not going to go there. Yeah, he's more chance of signing with Luke Golf than he is with uh, the West Tigers. Uh Look, this is going to be a sick watch. I, I, I'm not professing to the enjoyment of this bet at, <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. The, the, the Tigers are fielding what is essentially a reserve grade side, but numbers dictate teams who are humiliated and playing at home have got to be bet. So, uh, I've mentioned the numbers earlier 7 1 against the spread. Home teams have conceded 60, home teams have conceded 48 the last four years, 14 or 4 against the number. The Tigers, this is not a bad spot for them in theory. They've covered four or six of a loss, 14 of 20 off scoring talent fewer. I'm not convinced that the Saints are that good a side either. They've only covered seven of 20 away from Cogman Wollongong. I'm taking the plus. Look, the Tigers win this. They can also get beaten by 50. So uh, <laughs> take that what you will. The, the, the bet's got to be a confident bet. The numbers dictate it's a bet, but gee, I've got a bad feeling in the pit of the stomach on this one. The Tigers can win, but they can also lose by 50. That is brilliant. That's that's line of the year. Uh, as we whip through the other games in the remaining uh, round 24, the Panthers a dollar oh one, the Warriors seventeen dollars. The line minus twenty nine and a half over under fifty one point five. This one's just for your multi, surely. Uh, yeah, this one's tied for the uh, biggest uh, betting differential of the year with the last one, the Panthers versus versus the Warriors. That was also minus 29 and a half. So, uh, oh, look, you may as well just back Parents and hope for the best, hope they cover. Uh, I've got no angles in this one. Uh, Parents have covered 13 or 18 against the Warriors. Essentially, the Panthers win by as much as they want to. Um, little eye back, Fisher Harris back, saw this line move 20 and a half to 29 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'd expect Parents to win them pretty easily. Whether that's over or under the 29 and a half, I'm not quite sure. So, probably lean the minus, but no confidence. Uh, the Raiders and the Sea Eagles are the early game on Saturday. The Raiders $1.21, the Sea Eagles $4.50, the line at minus 14.5, over under 53.5. Well, uh, anything uh, anything tickle your fancy there, Top Rope? I'll tell you what, uh, I don't think it's going to be another bad week to be a homophobe. Uh, <laughs> I think they're in some, uh, some strife again, the, uh, the Sea Eagles. There's not a lot of numbers here. They, they tend to be overvalued at home. The Raiders have got a very poor cover record. I don't really cover big starts, but Manly are gone. No Jake Turbo either. Uh, look, they've given up the ghost. They've considered 36-plus in their three games since that prior jersey fiasco on those players' returns. So uh, I think the Raiders will win this. They need to get winning and they need to part. They're also chasing the score here to, to boost that four and against the Raiders. So uh, they're on the outside looking in at the moment of finals footy, so I think they'll get 
the job done and they will do it uh, fairly easily. With Ricky Stewart back on the sideline, surely gives him a few more points. As the Sharks, $1.06 against the Bulldogs, nine fifty. The line at minus 22.5, over under 50.5. That's the twilight game on Saturday. Top rope. The punters have missed this week. This is another massive line. Open 12.5 out of 22.5, so uh, only heading in one direction. Uh, well, it's probably getting to about the right number here, but you've got to be with the Sharks. They're having to hit winning. They're looking for that second spot. Uh I tend to hold form too. They've covered five straight off a winner seven plus, eight of ten off a winner twenty plus. Uh, the dogs are already looking towards their end of season holiday. They had a good little run once Big Potter took over, but uh, they've they've been very poor the last few weeks. Me hammered by the Warriors. I'll be on the Sharks minus. And another blockbuster on Sunday here is uh, the Titans a dollar forty five, the Knights two seventy five, the line minus six and a half over under fifty five point five. It's um. Yeah, I think we had uh, shitty Sunday last week. Looks, it looks like it's a shitty Sunday again in the NRL for you, Top Rope. I'll tell you what, this is a game for absolutely the true degenerates, and I've got a bet for us. So, uh, we've got a few, actually, but we'll we'll start off with uh, uh, this is the highest total of the year, 55 and up. Not sure it's high enough. Uh, daytime, sunny conditions, two teams who think uh, defence is something that goes around the house. Uh, it's... Uh, going to be an absolute points fest, you would have thought. Uh, since the last eight of top 50 between these two, last time these two met, Edric Lee scored five tries against the the, the, the Titans. Uh, Got to be on the over here. Uh, give something to cheer. And um, those who don't mind a bit of the old, uh, the old Ric Flair, uh, I'd be looking at uh, both for more to score a try. You get about $3.50 on. Uh, I haven't, haven't seen what he's at top sport right now. But, uh, he... Uh, he's scored four tries his last uh, three weeks, four weeks, uh, and he comes up against probably the worst defensive side of the, the complement, Newcastle, uh, left edge. So going to be a fill-up for, uh, for our friend Buck. Beautiful top rope. Some absolute fill-ups there for the uh, for the punters. And a reminder, you can locate the GGOA for $22 a week in the Little Birdie.live shop for your NRL betting action. Top Rope, thank you very much. Uh, once again, um, we'll see you uh, next week. Uh, enjoy the uh, the weekend off AFL and enjoy the full book of NRL when they um, you know, have a few eyes on them. Uh, look, it, I'd, I'd say it was a pleasure, I'd be an MG, but having to endure uh, uh, the, the AFL for the first 15 minutes of the show, I'll, I'll, I'll say it was uh, it's good to be in the books. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put this one behind us. MG, <laughs> thank you. As always, punters locate the AFL Stings for $22 a week in the Little Birdie.live shop for your AFL betting action and some AFLW betting action as well, so keep an eye on that. Uh, MG, how are you spending the weekend? Uh, bantering with top rope. He, he makes out like he doesn't follow the AFL, he doesn't watch it, he doesn't bet on it, he loves it. It's crazy. He doesn't miss a thing, top rope. His new favourite player is Harrison Petty, that's for sure. But that's a wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Thursday for the big preview of the AFL finals. But don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for first look with all your weekend's action in review. You can also give us a bit of a shack update as well. Uh, so, but anyway, punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.